Welcome to Bravo Critics, Rony Edition. I'm Arielle. And I'm Ricky. Join us on this journey to relive the glory days of the Real Housewives of New York City. In 2022, we are watching one season each month with a fresh set of eyes. Here it's always turtle time, where we're going to mention it all while making it nice. So grab a drink and hang with us. Everyone's a critic. Welcome back, fellow Bravo critics. Ariel and Ricky here for another episode of Roni Rewatch Season 8. So what did you think of the new season, Ricky? Well, damn, I don't know. This is like one of the best seasons. I I don't know. It's crazy that we are already done with Season 8. Like, we've made it so far into the year. I keep on thinking about like, we've only got like, this is, you know, Carol says this, this season, the whole like five good summers thing. And it's like, we've only got like two more good seasons really before stuff. Like you start to see the slow decline. Yeah. That's why do you have to say that? Cause that's so true. Oh. <laughs> you know, and it, it always made it always, this like always makes me think when we're doing the rewatch, like there's that old, that old saying that's like, um, you know, you never know the good times when you're in them. And it's right. Like, oh, we're in the good times right now. Like we took this for granted. We are literally in the glory days. Um, we thought the early days were glory days, but these are like you know season one, two, three when we were rewatching them. But now that we're watching like season seven, season eight, I really feel like these are my absolute favorite Roni seasons, and and it's because Dorinda's in them. It, it, it has to be. Um, but I feel like we got a lot this season. We um, said goodbye to Kristen and Heather, so they ha- are no longer housewives. But we did get an appearance from Heather at some point this season. Um, but then we got one of my um, favorite one-hit, one-season wonders, which was Jules, our favorite half-Jewish or Jewish and Asian housewife that we, we love. Yeah, June and Asian walk into a, a bar. And then they had me. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked Jules and I she's again another one of those housewives. I mean, again, there's so much that you take for granted when you're watching this show when it's on. And I don't think that I fully appreciate Jules for what she added. I mean, back back then, you know, I was so far up Bethany's ass from the early seasons, and then when she came back and you know, I still respect where Bethany falls in the whole scheme of things. And she obviously makes great television, but I'm, I found myself not being as pro Bethany because I like Jules. I know. I really, I really liked, I I really enjoyed Jules this season a lot more than I think I did the first watch. Um, And you know who else we had? We had Luann back full time this season. Yep, she got oh. to move into Sonia's house, so she was living in the city again, so she was able to to be back on the show. I know, that was nice to kind of have the two, well, I mean, for the very short time that we had the two gals together, like, you know, remember they were reading the newspaper in their furs, you know, with their slippers, reading about themselves <laughs> and their shenanigans the night before in like page six or wherever they're reading. That was like one of the best things that we've seen on Housewives. I mean, can you think of any other situations where a housewife was living with another housewife? I know. And then they were both screwing the same guy, actually. So that go <laughs> <no> figure. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, they always like to joke about Sonia's house being a brothel. So I'm sure they start out upstairs with Sonia, then they trickle their way down to Luann. Well, hey, um, late, you know, Luann's a late night girl. So that's where the party's at. Um, yeah. And okay. I love the comparisons to like Grey Gardens because it definitely feels that way. It's like two women that are like, I don't know. It's just wild. And like those two of all people. And like, I don't know. It made me excited for their their show that they have coming up. I know. I'm so excited for that. I, I cannot wait for their Simple Life little spinoff of the the adventures of... I wonder what is it going to be called? I'm I, I know. I I'm can't wait. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to call it. But another thing that we got this season was Ramona and Mario's divorce was finally finalized. Or shall I not say finally? Because it was quite quick. It was like three months. Like, basically, yeah. they had decided to get divorced during like this, like by the time the season seven reunion aired, then like by episode one, she's like, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. But she was like, you know, I, I looked at it like a business. I'm not like Bethany. I'm not emotional. You know, she made her, you know, quick little digs, but also Mario, he had a little bit of, I guess, dignity left after that <laughs> than to go ahead and make things harder for Ramona after he cheated on her. Unlike Bethany's ex-husband but because at that point bethany's divorce still was not finalized once we started season eight she was still he was still living in the apartment she was still you know i think on the tail end but she was still in the middle of the divorce so and it's just crazy because that divorce lasted double what the actual marriage did i know they said that in the reunion they said married two took you know it was it was a four-year ordeal right yeah, four get, years to get divorced. That's crazy. That's that. Yeah, that's crazy. Poor Bethany, and how much money she probably lost in that divorce. But and I, I feel mean. like that was like his whole point was trying to drain her mm -hmm. as much as possible. And you know, I don't always think that she's like the most perfect person, and I we don't know any of the details that happened inside of that. But I can say that I was very surprised by who that man turned out to be. Did you watch the wedding spinoff? Yeah. I did not. I should go back and watch it. Yeah, it's on uh, Peacock. They have the Bethany getting married and then Bethany ever after. Ooh, maybe that I'll make that like a little fun fall special or we'll like maybe we'll do that for the fall or for Christmas break or something. Maybe we'll do that and we'll do a little special episode on that. That might be how many episodes was it? Was it a whole season? I mean, it's probably like a five to ten episode Oh, it's like a mini series. Okay. All right, I could hit that. I could. I, hit I feel that. like they're also only maybe like thirty minute episodes. I could be wrong though. Okay, I'm gonna have to let's look into that. But okay, so one thing I thought we had one of our my favorite scenes ever was in this season. I didn't remember, but uh, it's I think it was kind of towards the very beginning of the season when we got to see Carol and Ramona have lunch together. And Ramona's filling Carol in on what she's been doing over the summer and how she got to go to a bar and they had a great, you know, reggae band. But we all know she doesn't know how to say reggae. So she's reggae. 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 And like they keep on trying to correct her and she keeps like she just cannot. <laughs> That's it. She's like, no, there's so many things that Ramona says that I let slide. But this I cannot. I have to say something. <laughs> Well, because, I mean, I feel like there are two housewives that butcher words more than anyone else in the world, and that's Ramona and Teresa. 
Oh yeah, that's for sure. I Teresa gives Ramona a, a big run for her money. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, honestly, I kind of liked that we had a little bit of a different Ramona. And I mean, we'll get into it a little bit more, but not a lot of drama really stemming around her. I don't know if it's because she finally she's like, okay, my marriage is over. I'm just ready to move on and like live life. So I'm not trying to like get involved in the fucked up shit. But she was really just kind of, I mean. You know, we're going to get into it, like I said. So she does have her own issues, but she's, again, like a little bit last season, she's playing this little bit of a peacemaking role. Yeah. As well as she can. Yeah. It, it's funny when we really saw that in the Berkshires, and Andy even commented on it at the reunion where he's like, You just see Ramona panicked and like running all over the place, trying to diffuse the situation and explain where this one may be coming from and helping spell check you know, text messages. I mean, Ramona was very busy this season with definitely trying to be the peacemaker. Um, and it was a different, a different side of Ramona we got to see. And she just seemed lighter, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I think I lied a little bit about the drama because I mean, she does have some at the very beginning, but then it sort of fizzles out because other drama takes over its place. Cause I mean, I mean, there's drama, it's right? the whole, you know, what we, we mentioned Luann and Sony living together. Ramona doesn't like that because that's when the whole thing about the house being a brothel comes up. Mm -hmm. Ramona's clearly bothered, I think, by Luann being close to Sonia. I think that's part of the reason. But also Sonia maybe doesn't need that bad influence because Luann might be wilder than Sonia. I mean, even when they were on the boat at one point, you see Luann like put a drink back in Sonia's hand and Ramona's like, what the hell is going on? This is exactly my point. This is exactly why I didn't think that they should be living together. Yeah, I think that that, that wasn't, honestly, we, how many times were they out partying though? I'm really curious because it seemed by at that point, Luann was so consumed with Tom and everybody else just didn't know. Luann was staying at Sonia's not to go party with Sonia. She was staying at Sonia's until she got a ring put on it. Until so she, she had another place to live in New York City. Exactly. To be show. Why is she going to go get a lease for something? And she's like, nah, in about two more weeks, I got this. Like, so, I mean, and then she was living in his penthouse. Yep. So she called it. I mean, that, so that's really, let's call a spade a spade. Now looking back, that's exactly what it was, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. But I mean, it's like there's like man drama with everyone this season. Because then like Ramona's second fight is like the same person that like half the cast chooses to start fighting with is John, John. and Dorinda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really went after John this season. He was an easy, an easy target. He made it easy. <laughs> I know. And I mean, that Brazier party... It definitely, you know, things did not get any better. And I have to say Brazier because that's what Ramona calls it. I know. I I was going to just point that out. I thought that was amazing that you just said Brazier because, you know, she's 97. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was when we got to see the whole. I feel like we got a few arguments out of that bra party. Yeah. During... We had skinny girl, skinny cow. Yes. Between, yes, Bethany and John. Because I was like, whoa. I was like, that's a lot to try to say that's similar. But And John I mean, came in hot. He came John in, came in hot. hot. He should have never Bethany, been at Bethany that even party. said that. Bethany's like, oh, you seem pretty jazzed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and she was like talking about his scarf. And he's like, all right, let me take the scarf off. <laughs> it was a lot. That scarf was a lot. Um, I just feel like he did come in really hot. He should have never been there. That's the most inappropriate thing for him to be at a party where women are trying on and being sized 
for bras. That's just the, the weirdest, most inappropriate thing to me. I know. And I, I mean, I was a younger guy, gay at that point. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but like this time I was like, Oh, that's a little creepy. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I get it because you're like, okay, bras are just like bathing suits and people go naked. It's no big deal, but everybody doesn't have the same comfort level. And it's not like it's a, Hey, we're, it's a fashion show. It's like, no, we're being sized to to purchase actual underwear. That's what yeah. it is, basically. Um, and then he came in all... Because oh, before rocked. he got there is also when Ramona started telling the story about how he was going all around the Hamptons saying that he likes to take a bunch of Viagra and fuck Dorinda all night. And she tells Bethany this, and then it's so funny when she starts to tell Dorinda this story at that party, Bethany's like, abort, abort! Yeah, yeah, she's like, what are you doing? What do you do? I know, it was so good. And it was like, girl, but... I, I mean, when you do think about it, and I think they said it after the fact in the reunion, there was really still only like seven or eight of them there. It was still like a close group of them, um, but it was definitely not the time to see it. Yeah, so we had the John versus Bethany um, dynamics. Then we had the Dorinda versus Bethany because then Dorinda got pissed off. At Bethany, like, why are you doing this? Why are you coming at my boyfriend and you're being so aggressive and... This is unfounded. And then then you had Dorinda being pissed at Ramona because of the whole Viagra comment and pounding her all night or whatever it was. Well, it's just funny because before John gets there, Dorinda's more mad at Bethany. But once John gets there, he doesn't make the situation any better. So then she's all of a sudden mad at John. But I love when she does stuff like, you don't talk like that. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I love it. And so like when people are saying that Dorinda and Ultimate Girls Trip is this unhinged mess like we've never seen. Um, hello, did you watch season eight? Because yeah. when she's sitting there yelling at Ramona being like, do you hear me? I was like, oh, fuck. This, she's always been like this, guys. I love I when she's it. like, you listen to me, Bethany Frankel. You're not the end all be all. Do you understand me? Like she was like bent over, legs open. Like, like, lounged over, like, slunched over. Like, she was like, I will fucking beat your ass right now, is basically what she said to her. And I thought it was amazing. And Bethany was looking at her like, oh, snap. Okay. Like, here we go. I think Bethany, like, you know. Respected her. Respected, but, like, there's also a little bit of fear. Like, oh, shit, this girl's crazier than me. Yeah, they call her the blue eye, what, mobster or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was, I mean, and then... So after that, you know, Dorinda left that party very upset and she was feeling very upset for a variety of reasons, upset with John, upset, feeling betrayed by Ramona that, you know, they've been friends for 20 something years and Ramona decided to put her on blast in front of everybody else. And then Bethany, I feel like just added to that for her. So it was just, it was just all of it. And then, and then after that, they shortly go to um have a brunch right at jules house her house that is under construction currently which has been apparently for many years and will can should have continued to be for a number of more years right yeah like i know spoiler alert because we haven't mentioned this yet but jules and her husband end up divorcing and it did make me wonder like did they leave that house like in the condition it was in when they divorced? Like, did this house ever get finished by someone? Because it was a massive ass house. I know. We should look into that. We should definitely look into that. 
Um, but yes, they had a, Jules had a brunch and I think, you know, she's new and the women were, I feel like Ramona was very receptive to Jules. I noticed on a few different occasions when Jules would just walk into the room, you know, coming into a party or a lunch or a dinner and Ramona was already there that Ramona really greeted her warmly where she actually smiled and waited for Jules to come up and say, Oh, hi, Ramona. Like Ramona really, I feel like took to Jules for some reason. Um, and so I really kind of loved that. So I feel like Jules was really excited to have this brunch and invite these people over to her home and she's Jewish. So then she wanted to do like her whole like bagel and lox spread for everybody. And she was schmear. really, yeah, her schmear, you know, a little um, na nosh, she says, right? Like, you know, a little nosh for everybody. So I just think that it was like really her kind of way of welcoming everybody. And then the girls came in like some bitches Two have two of five came in like some bitches, right? Well, that's sort of how I ended up feeling for a lot of the season is like, I mean, and they, they end up going back to this at the reunion because Dorinda's like, you basically are up Bethany's ass. You only ever want to hang out with her. Whenever you're not with her, you're a completely different person. Because I feel like Carol wouldn't have, I mean, even if Carol didn't want to go to that person's house, she still would have been more courteous than she was showing with Bethany. And just no. the way that they're like running through the house and snickering and stuff like that. And it's like, Bethany, last season you were crying about being the richest homeless person in New York. Just shut up. I know. And then the way Bethany came in and just like critiqued their house and basically told them how they're wasting and, you know, spending money that's unnecessary. And then they try to run out of the house and leave without, you know, they were just rude. They were just mean girls for no reason. And it was just uncalled for. And I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't really care for it either. And then, I mean, I think that they're probably in the Hamptons or I don't know where Jewel's house was, but they're out, you know, for the weekend. And that's when they also have um, the barbecue party at Bethany's house. Which looked like aesthetically the coolest party. It was like the most fall looking party. Oh my I've gosh. I want to like have that party. Yeah, like her barn, like with the, like the bar and ugh, everything was just like the light. I mean, it looked a little overcast. Like I can just imagine it was like a chilly, like 65. Oh, my gosh. Know, all drinking their Moscow mules like that party, like watching it on television is like, I want to be there right I, now. I want to be there. I want to host that party. I want to reinvent that. Um, I've even said that to my husband. I want that type of vibe. Um, when I watched the episode, but I just feel like it, that party did not hit. It did not land. That was the worst party that may have happened the entire season. <laughs> no. And, and I almost forgot, but this was like Bethany's birthday party. And that's what made it even more awkward because she keeps on talking about, you know, Dorinda shows up with John and this is right after their whole blow up. And like, you're, are you doing rails and stuff like that? Cause um, you know, Bethany's like just coming off of accusing this guy of like doing a bunch of coke and trying to like fuck a bunch of girls and also saying he's fucking Dorinda all night. But yep, <laughs> but she's dodging him the entire time. She's like, I'm, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. In her I mean, own home. I feel like she should have. I mean, I don't know if she I feel like she was just being dramatic because Bethany's not really afraid of like any situation. She probably could have said not to invite John or she, when she saw John, she should have just like leveled it out and been like. We can talk later, but I don't want to do it today. It's my birthday party. 
I feel like now that you say that, I want to know, I feel like Bethany really amped it up for the cameras this season on a variety of occasions, like shaking and like, okay. I mean, unless something is super traumatic happening to you, I have not, I mean, even Alex McCord, even though she would break into hive, she's not shaking and being just so she's just extra. I'm like, all right, Bethany, you're kind of annoying. Like on many occasions. Don't you agree? Yeah. And so, I mean, like our little Bobsy twins, you know, Bethany and Carol, like they're both yeah. dodging people because then Carol's dodging fucking Luann. Oh my when God. Shows up with a goddamn hula, hula hoop. hoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. That was funny. But I mean, there's no like resolution for either of those problems at that party. So, I mean, it just kind of keeps on going. Yeah. That was the beginning of the end i guess right for basically where they're gonna tell each other let's just because you know what though i will tell you this the the relationship between carol and luann i would have never saw playing out the way it did over the season because carol was like so obsessed with it last season that she was almost like a dog without a bone at some point at one point you're just like okay enough carol like (laughs) move on so the fact that they actually eventually got there you know that's that's good just took a really long time yeah it took a really long time um okay so i want to ask you i'm curious what are your thoughts on bethany and carol and their like almost tag team curiosity with Jules and her eating disorder, because this season we learn, Andy actually says it at the reunion that Jules is the very first ever housewife to ever admit that she's got an eating disorder. And, you know, Jules has been struggling with this disorder for, you know, 12 or 13 years. And we know Bethany's mom suffered from anorexia. um, But I feel like Carol and Bethany took a really huge interest in her disorder and they maybe not in the most gracious approach. What are your thoughts on that? I'm curious. I, I definitely agree. I feel like it, it's kind of shocking almost to see just how wild they're being. I mean, it's not quite the same level as Erica when she's talking about um, Crystal's eating disorder and like, you know, telling Crystal that she should take laxatives and stuff like that to solve her problem. But the way that they're approaching it is very insensitive, more so Bethany, because, you know, Bethany says that she's struggling with it because it's something that her mom struggled with. Her mom had an eating disorder as well. So Bethany wants nothing to do with Jules, more or less because of that. And I mean, it's like she initially kind of connected with her and it's like she went home that night and she's like, you know what, this is actually going to be my problem with Jules now. Because it's just so weird. And, And like I was sitting there thinking like, okay, you can't hang out with her because you have a problem with her eating disorder. But your mom also, you talked about like the drinking and all that stuff she did, but you like have an alcohol company. You don't mind drinking. You're around these girls who drink plenty. Very heavily. Yes. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, Carol, I think was almost just sort of tagging along with what Bethany was laying down. Do you think, that Carol liked not being maybe the skinniest one in the group and it was helping deflect a little attention off of her. Maybe because I mean, people would always comment like, Oh, you're so skinny. And like, I know that like people that are not that skinny and don't have 
problems like an eating disorder or whatever don't understand how that can like adversely affect people but it's like you don't ever want to be told like so many times like oh you're so skinny because like you're it makes it sound like you're calling them sickly which i mean in jules case i i definitely felt like they were saying that a hundred percent i actually have a relative who is very 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 thin and she says it's like calling somebody fat you don't comment on their size, whether it's you're super skinny, you're super fat. She's like, you just don't do it. So, you know, everybody, everybody has their own, their own I thing. Mean, I feel like there are ways that, to like say, talk about that without saying you're skinny. Like even just like, oh, your body's looking killer. Like just give them a compliment that has nothing to do with like their actual size. Yes, I agree 100% with that. I mean, what did you think about it? Like, I mean, especially like, were they being women supporting women? No, they were not women supporting women. I thought they were super rude. And I feel like I was really proud of Jules for speaking up and kind of standing her ground when it came to Bethany. And I feel that while Dorinda, yes, maybe did stir the pot quite frequently over the season, uh, I don't think she was wrong for telling Jules to stand up for herself and kind of relay what she was feeling because there was really a connection. And I feel like Jules was brave to break down that wall and be open about her journey. And then Bethany acted like she cared and then basically threw it back in her face when it didn't fit her story, you know, and that puzzle piece didn't fit perfectly for her. She's like, eh, yeah, no, now I'm going to use this against you. Because you don't see like her disapproval, I, I guess. I don't know what, what you'd call her disapproval of Jules' eating disorder until like the next episode. Then then it starts coming out a little bit more. Because the first episode, she's like almost acting more supportive and stuff like that. But then, like I said, she went home that night and she's like, no, this is my story with her. Yeah, no, it, it was really, it was interesting because I was kind of like, huh, wait, what happened? I thought we were supporting. I thought we were women supporting women. And then yeah. now you turned on her. Okay, let me let me see where this kind of happened. Because I don't know where it happened, actually. It was like, what what flipped the switch for? And it was it because Bethany was triggered and because she hasn't dealt with her own issues that she then had to kind of make it Jules' issue, you know? And that's what I'm saying. I was kind of proud of Jules for standing up to Bethany because people don't do that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I can't help but to wonder if part of it was because Bethany was mad at jewels at the time and so she was like also like you know what fuck both of these two like maybe they're, they're both friends because i mean you know we just had the blowout with john they only saw each other at the barbecue and then like so ramona has this party um her birthday party and um dorinda's like over there talking smack about how she thinks the women are just jealous of her relationship with john so i mean that doesn't help because it's going to continue to build you know then, then, like, the next episode, we get them going to a psychic session at Carol's apartment. She's telling um, the psychic is doing Dorinda's reading, and she's telling Dorinda. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's telling Dorinda, she's like, you will get married again, but it's not to the guy you're with right now. And Ramona just, like, total slip. She goes, thank God. I Ooh. know. And Dorinda's like, Dur that instantly sets Dorinda off. But, I mean, like, all of us at home were probably like. <gasps> I know. Dorinda was pissed. <laughs> Yeah, so then, okay, but then I feel like the season really took off once we kind of saw the battle between Sonia and Bethany take off. Because I, I know that's maybe an unpopular opinion, but I almost think that Sonia was 
just being dumb. I no, I agree. And my heart broke for Sonia in that oh. whole situation when they were uh, when they were talking. Okay, so she Sonia has the prosecco party and you know her birthday party and rolls out the prosecco tipsy girl at her birthday party and she was so bummed that Bethany couldn't be there because she really wanted to share it with Bethany. Bethany was so triggered. Cheetah brand, the line of a cheetah brand was born this season. But could you even imagine if Bethany had been there when she rolled that shit out? Like she said, she would have walked out. Yeah, I think I don't think she would have just walked out. I think it would have been a bloodbath. Oh, she would have lost her shit. <laughs> she would have lost her shit for sure. So I mean, we got to see that kind of transpire. But I just felt so bad for Sonia in that moment that when she's like telling her like, "I want nothing to do with you." yada 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 and um sonia's crying like the like the what the emotions that sonia was showing told me that she did not know what she was doing no she was truly shocked hurt and upset with herself that she allowed this to happen because she really had no idea that she was hurting her dear close friend who she looks up to and respects in such a deep manner and i do feel like bethany's feelings are valid here but i don't agree with the approach and the way that she treated sonia because she really just was like a broken bird that she just stepped on that was basically what it felt like she like invited her over and like shot her execution style basically basically those assistants were all just like fuck i know i know and then i feel like so you know and then after that then we switched gears it was a full a very full season because then we had dorinda had a party where then her and Ramona went at it again because we had that weirdo Ray, remember that went to Ibiza, Ibiza with uh, Luann. He shows up at the party, somehow is acting disgruntled. Luann's freaking out. She's like, I got to get out of here. So Luann dips from the party. Next thing you know, Ramona is shouldered up with this guy Ray who's acting like a crazy person. And next thing you know, Ramona's now arguing with John. And John is putting his hand in Ramona's face. And, oh my God, Dorinda. <laughs> oh my God, Dorinda. And that's and then then she says to Ray, I'm not with you. I'm not with you. <laughs> He's like, that come on. Ray guy <laughs> is like one of the wildest supporting characters on all of Bravo. Yeah, people. He comes, he's like, He's like, Louie, I thought you were my friend. I thought we were going to be dating. Like, <laughs> he's drunk, slurring. He already has, like, sort of a wild, like, sounding voice anyways. Like, How do you know who I am, you bitch? You <laughs> bitch. Like, when, they, when he first, like, stepped into the scene, I thought he was a, some, like, sassy queen coming to, like, yeah. rattle these bitches up. And then it turns out that he's, like, some boyfriend of Luann's from Ibiza. Oh, my God, I know. And then I was like, Luann, you did this, dude? Ew, that was just weird to me, so. And then, like, basically, Ramona and him both get kept kicked out of the party. Dorinda fucking leaves her own party after this, too. They kick her, they kick Ramona out, and she leaves. Oh, my God, I know. that that so that so So then that put another dent in the road, or a bump in the road with... Dorinda and Ramona because then you know that that which was so stupid that was the stupidest fight I feel like but it was over nothing and then why Ramona took this rando's side <laughs> I know and like I don't know if they end up leaving together but they were both like kicked out at the same time and, it, and it's no. just funny because then like the next days when uh Sonia and Luann are like oh we made the paper 
Oh, is that the, yeah, that was the day. You're right. It was. And it's like Dorinda, Real Housewives stars, Dorinda and Ramona get into yelling match in the street. (laughs) Yeah. Sonia does her little dance. It's so funny. Um, Okay. So then, you know, around that time, it's my favorite time of year because we're just hitting the holidays and we got a couple holiday events this season. First was Bethany with her holiday party. And, you know, I feel like Bethany always loves a good theme because we got to also see her do the skinny girl with the red wig this season, too. Yeah. And then that what did you think of that purse that they shrunk rip? I don't know. I didn't like it. I was like, it's too like, girl, it's like too much. Like that thing is fucking bigger than you. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. It was like, did it did it go when he opened it? Was it just like Velcro? It's not Real Housewives of Beverly Hills approved. Like Definitely Kyle Richards not. would not approve of that. Um, and then we got to go to my favorite place in the world, the Berkshires. And this trip is what really put it on the map. I mean, I I didn't remember as much of like the little bits of drama that happened there last season, but it was fucking off the chains. Insane. Like literally insane. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I and like what I love about it is like that was that wasn't a weekend that was one night one night one night we and it was like three episodes it got this was more exciting to me than this was the girls trip and it should actually be in our what we're gonna do at the end of the year is rank a lot of different things including our favorite girls trips this belongs in that oh this maybe is the only Berkshire's trip that actually belongs in that but I mean this a hundred percent belongs i mean but also the next one don't put me in the fish room that's a good uh, you know and the sh- it, it, that's also a really good that's a really good one. But <laughs> I, this is- I, I do love that because like well spoiler alert luann gets married at the end of this next season and like the entire season is all about like i'm the the bride shouldn't i have the best room darling she's i'm busy. a newlywed shouldn't i have the best room luann was so much from Season eight and what we'll see next season, season nine, it was a lot from her. It took a couple seasons for me to be like, okay, Lou, I'm you lost me. But she comes back to us eventually. Well, but- I'm surprised that she was on her high horse because Bethany handed that bitch her ass in the Berkshires. She was oblivious to what was going on. I mean, we saw, okay, so they discussed the creation of Skinny Girl and how basically Luann said that she was there when it was invented and... She tries to take credit for Skinny Girl or the creation of the Mar- Skinny Girl Margarita, and Bethany's like, "You're full of it." Which I mean, we just watched that season seven months ago. Um, I don't know that that's like the exact moment that Bethany came up with Skinny Girl. I mean, she ordered it, and then she says, "I call it a Skinny Girl Margarita." Exactly. Luann says, "Oh, a Skinny Girl Margarita." Okay. I guess I'll, I'll have, one, have one of those too. Exactly. So it wasn't like, ooh, let's try this, this, and this and see if this is light. No, they didn't create it together at all. So Maybe there was it picked up traction from being on season one and Luann happened to be there, but from the way I understood it watching that season, Bethany had been drinking that drink for a while. Oh yeah, that no, that's definitely the vibe I got from that too. Um and then we got the um haircut. They thought that, you know, be- uh Basically, Luann was saying that Bethany copied her haircut, which, okay, you both have brown hair. One of the hair. funniest fights. Yeah. There's so things Bethany- to fight about. Like, 
oh, your hair looks so much like mine, which I mean, at the moment, it really didn't. By the reunion, I did think Luann kind of grew hers out just a little bit and was doing a little bit of that wavy thing. And yep. I was like, okay, maybe you're actually copying Bethany's hair now. Yeah, no, you're right. This season, Luann's still doing the whole like kind of like flip out thing. You know what I mean? And you know what? I feel like um, uh, Luann's hair was very dated, so she needed a little something. So it looks better, at least what she's where she's at now. But um, I also feel like Dorinda went to a lot of trouble, you know, to really go all out and decorate. You know, this is the creation of Make It Nice. You know, we got to see her really. It was the birthday cake. Oh, my God. The birthday cake. Well, And that was so far into it because. So first of all, we have the round one, which is between Bethany and Luann. We got Skinny Girl. We got the haircut. And then it, like it quickly devolves into your whore. You fuck everyone. everybody. Yep. But then they all sort of retreated because that's the crazy thing is everyone keeps on like going at it and then they all like retreat to their corners and everyone's like running around discussing it. Ramona's going room to room each time a fight's happening, but she's somehow never really there when the fight is happening. Oh my gosh. And wait, the text messages. So wait, so Ramona's yeah, with. Because Lu so Luann, her retreat, she goes out and talks to Jules. Poor Jules, her father is dying. In the ICU. In the ICU. There's people who are dying, Luann. Yeah, she's trying to <laughs> have a cigarette, talk to her dad, like just like have a moment. And Luann comes out there and she's just, she gives me like, I cannot believe she called me a slut. She's like, I know, but you know, in the grand scheme of life, it doesn't really matter. My dad is in the hospital fighting for his life. And she's like, but I'm not a slut. Like she just, all she, my haircut anyways. Like. It's just, I mean, it's so ridiculous. And at one point, Jules is just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I in the twilight zone right now? Um, so that, yes, we went from that. And then where did we go to? Then we went to Bethany and Carol being in the bedroom together, kiki-kiki-ing. And then Ramona makes her way to Luann. No, then Dorinda I goes think they out. All come up, they all come up to like Bethany and uh, Carol's room. They're all like giggling. And they're like, this is what a girl's trip should be. But then Luann comes in. Comes in, yeah. <laughs> saying she's going to leave. And Luann was mad at Dorinda because she said Dorinda didn't have her back. And Dorinda's like, look, I'm doing the best I can to try to keep everybody happy. Um, so I thought that that was, you know, it's hard as being the hostess, trying to keep everybody in a neutral place. And then they really were being disrespectful to Dorinda. Yeah. Because, and, and like, it's just crazy because it's like they are, you know, Luann threatens to leave. She doesn't end up leaving. And then, you know, get we get into this whole, like, Ramona's this apology coach all of a sudden. And the and, apology text. Yeah, these apology texts where she sends one to Carol about being a pedophile. I love how like Carol and Jules are like hiding in a closet nearby listening. Yes. And then They're like, like later on, like pedophile. Yeah, how do you spell pedophile? <laughs> and then like later on, like it's it's really only like five minutes later. Then she's like texting Bethany and she's like, or she's like talking about Bethany being bad, and Ramona's like, Well, send her a text too. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're just sitting there sending texts. So then Bethany and Carol are there together and they both got text messages from Luann. It's just like, you can't make this shit up, you know? And she's like, okay, I sent it. And it's just, and then she, then she tells Carol, I hope you can come to my party. Sorry. You weren't at my last party. Yeah. I love it though. <laughs> and then, then, and we get to the kitchen where yes. like, it really starts to go down. Cause like Luann's feeling good. She sent her apology text. Oh my God. Then you kind of realize just how drunk Luann was because then she starts ragging on Dorinda's birthday cake and she keeps on being like, We're here 
trying to like celebrate Dorinda's non-birthday when there's a birthday cake. A cake that her mother made right here that says, happy birthday, Dorinda. But it's not a birthday. Like she just keeps on saying it. Like, but Dorinda walks up. in. Dorinda walks in and hears that shit. And that was all it took for our girl. She goes, no, don't you say that. Is that what she says? Don't you say that. Back that shit up. You don't talk about Diane, Diane St. Collins cake. cake. <laughs> yes. But then it's just like, that's when she goes into her whole like monologue about how like I cooked, I cleaned, I decorated, I, decorated, I, made, I, it, made, I made it nice. nice. And like this whole time, like I, I guess I didn't really remember this detail, but she's like holding like a bottle, like a bottle of some sort of wine or vodka or something. And she's like pointing it at people. And yes. Like, Yes, she says, I cooked, I decorated, I made it nice. If none of you can behave, then you can all go home. And that, yeah, and, they, and then Carol's like, okay, okay, shh, Dorinda, it's okay, it's okay. Because then Carol's like, oh, my God, because she was really upset. She's like, you guys are a bunch of dicks. That's what she felt like. <laughs> yeah, because then at some point, because I don't think Bethany was down there for that moment, but she comes in because then Luann's talking. After she gets Dorinda calmed down, she's, like, talking shit about, bethany and bethany walks in she goes oh is this part of that text you just sent me and like luann's like oh <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so i feel like the berkshires was full of excitement and it was really one of the trips of of that made roni what it is i mean the, it put Berks, the berkshires on the map for sure so that was that was a time to live. And then after that, I don't know if, if they decided there. I don't think it was there. But shortly thereafter, the girls started talking like about them wanting to go to Mexico. Um, but unfortunately, you know, we see that that doesn't happen, which is something to look forward to for season nine, because they will eventually take the Mexico trip in season nine. But we have to wait a little bit for that. Thank God that they actually did the um berkshires though because that miami trip would not have sufficed as the full trip but we'll talk about that in a minute oh my god and you know what before we talk about luann inviting herself on the trip to mexico with bethany let's not forget that sonia was not invited to the berkshires by dorinda and dorinda thinks that she was saving sonia from the mass effect of what we know as Bethany. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just felt so bad for Sonia in that situation because it's like all of her friends were going. She got disinvited. And I mean, she was already at sort of a low point because of like what had happened with her and Bethany, where Bethany made her cry about the tipsy girl stuff. So I, saw, I, I did feel really bad for her. But I think maybe in hindsight, it was the right decision. I agree. I mean... It would have saved Luann, probably. Maybe. Maybe really they both would have been getting it. Yeah, maybe it would have just been every man for themselves at that point. Because Bethany did come into that to that event um, hot. But, you know, then we kind of saw Bethany start to not feel on her A game. She started to feel a little ill. And what we later find out is something severe that she needs to take care of. Um, and have a major surgery for, but before we we you know know that she's really sick, she we she plans a cool trip like a huge trip to Mexico, yeah. And it's supposed to be involving helicopters and all that kind of fun stuff. And then all of a sudden, 
she has a lunch with Bethany or Bethany and Luann have a lunch together. And then it was just like the craziest reality television like we like we may have ever seen because it was Luann was sitting there looking phenomenal in her white suit, I will say. But that woman had a conversation with herself. It was it was pretty wild. Like, and then how she's like, Are you feeling okay? Maybe you should have a glass of wine. And she's like, I'm good. I'm good. Have one. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty lit, girl. And because then, like, at one point, she's like, Yes, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> didn't say anything. Like, Bethany looks, and she even says so. She looks like she got like hit by a truck. She was like, I felt like complete and utter crap. And it this was wham, woman, bam, thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Me, I don't know what just happened. I'm so confused, and I just. And then before she could ask any questions, Luann was out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot the parts like where Luann's like, yeah, I should, I should probably be going soon. Like she was like trying to rush it and like in her, in her favor, instead of like trying to have like a real conversation with Bethany and like hear her out and all of that. She was in a hurry probably to go meet Tom. Yep. And yep. she was just like, all right, thanks for the invite. I'm so happy to come. Delighted. <laughs> And you know what? And Dorinda had already told Luann earlier throughout the season at some point, if you want to be involved with these girls, you need to make an effort. Either that's a decision you have to make. Either you want to be here or you don't, um, but you have to make the decision. And so it's like, you know, Luann wants to pop in here and there when it's when it's great for her. So that whole thing was weird. And then we had, you know, basically Bethany gets super sick. So we don't get to go to 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 mexico so that never happened so our main trip ended up being you know later on in the season ended up being miami i guess and i say really our, our main trip was the berkshires probably but yeah and even, even though it was one night it gave us the three episode arc of a normal girls trip i know and then and then they had that weird high society dog wedding that thing with carol's dog baby and then the other dog that was it was Why? too much. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. Like, it's cute. But I it like, like that it's for, like, charity and stuff like that, obviously. But it's just, like, that's just too much. It was too much airtime for me. But I was like, okay, I thought it was cute. Um, and then, you know, one scene that really stands out to me in most of Roni history is, for a fun-type scene, is the scene with Jules in the Calzone. Like, I really actually... I enjoy Jules. I didn't get to say this at the very beginning of the season. She tells us, you know, one of my favorite things. And I go, oh, my God, I love this girl. She says, kids don't care about positive reinforcement. They don't care about, oh, you're such a good boy. No, they care about Sour Patch Kids. That's what they care about. Like, she's very, <laughs> she's, like, witty and funny and just, like, says little things and quirky. So I see her doing her weird Calzone thing. Maybe her not even realizing it was maybe some deep, crazy thing with her dis disorder that she had maybe she thought she was just being playful like we're not doctors neither is bethany so bethany cannot dissect this in a medical profession neither can we right yeah i mean i totally agree with that i mean i've definitely like heard stories of like sabotaging food and it's sort of like haha well I wasn't well, really hungry anyways, or like, I was going to eat it. after this. People do, the people do, the like, uh, Alexis Molino, remember? Yeah, yeah she, she was, was one of the people that did that. I knew yeah, that there she, was another example of someone on Housewives. Hers was not wanting to eat anymore. 
So if I put this on top of it, then I won't continue to eat. Yeah. You know? That I I I don't know. That does probably I mostly just a little unhealthy. How Bethany was acting like it was going to be like a safety issue for her. She was like, I was eating that. And it's like, well, you would notice if you were about to like cut off a piece out of fucking knife in it. Well, I also think it's kind of crazy. Isn't it disrespectful to the restaurant? You're putting metal in their yeah. oven. Like that's, I was looking at it from a safety concern in terms of the restaurant and just baking the stuff. So the whole thing was weird. Um, but it was funny. I think she that was Bethany trying to be funny though. Yeah. She, I really do think she just was trying to be funny. And it, that scene just sticks out to me because everybody's just like, what the hell is going on? You never heard Ramona, Sonia, all of them were just so just like, what is going on? And Carol in that restaurant was super inquisitive about really goals. how much do you weigh? What, what do you do? Don't you? And she brings it up. Don't you just wish that you could just magic Jedi your mind to not have any issues when it comes to food or anything? It's like, why are you bringing it up? She's sitting here having a good time. Her vagina fucking hurts. Also, if that were like, sliced it open. If that were like, if it were that easy, like there wouldn't be any like disorders and addictions. Like if someone could just like quote unquote Jedi mind trick themselves into it. And you know what? I was really happy because then the next time they all get together, they they um, are at uh, the restaurant owned by Lady Gaga's parents, Joanne's, and Jules takes those bitches to task for all the shit that they've been like trying to talk about. And I was like, good for her. I was surprised that Jules stood up to them because it takes a lot of a lot of guts to stand up to Bethany. So. And then we also had Sonia starting to get into like, well, you know, Tom was my like that, that was a pretty like funny dinner because they're like, well, Tom was my uh, friend, lover. yeah, my lover, like my fuck buddy, essentially. And the girl years cracking up, yeah, ten years, ten years. She, Tom, well, Tom was my lover for ten years. She just drops that bomb. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then you know, Ramona's like, well, I had gone out with him for seven dates, and then that kept decreasing. And then Luann was sick. So she didn't even want to come to this lunch or whatever, or this dinner. And Dorinda just convinced her to come for appetizers and a drink. And she's like, why can everybody be happy for me except for you bitches? So again, Luann just living in her warped sense of reality. So that was a fun little um, dinner. Lu Luann, my husband says this anytime we've watched this season, she's in her love bubble this season. And she's not going to let anyone ruin that and that's very apparent like once they get to um palm springs and she's just like so just like elated we got the yacht we got the yacht and we're like on this this is like her engagement party i guess that's what that was it, like she like tacked this onto the front of this miami trip and she's just sort of like ended up being able to make it about herself and know? sonia was so petty super petty and she like goes up <laughs> to tom and starts talking to him I was like, this is so good. Wait. She says, we got the app. And then she's like, nothing like my ex-husband's yet. Yeah. And then she was like, her murky, eight-carat, yellow diamond ring when I had a five-carat, flawless diamond. And then, you know, even Sonia says at the reunion, I don't know what the fuck came over me. I was petty. Yeah. And she I apologized. Mean, it's, it's understandable, though, because, I mean, what Luann sort of did to Sonia and Ramona was a little bit fucked up. Like, 
Yeah. Just because she knew that they had a past. I mean, there's no way that she wasn't talking to Sony about Tom when they were living together, especially like as she starts staying at Tom's house like every night and not going back to Luann's house. Yeah, then eventually moved in the penthouse. Oh my gosh, you know what? We also got to see a quick little, I, I'll call it a quickie, a little trip that they took to Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut. That's fun. They did not argue. They all got along. They did a little gambling. They did a little dancing. We got to see Ramona and um, Sonia show off their little moves from like a dance class that they took earlier in the season. And I feel like it gave us a little bit of the lightheartedness without, like, I feel like we got to see a little bit more of Jules's personality. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought so. I, th I thought it was like sort of a surprisingly fun trip for them. Considering. Yeah, a little mini, little mini quickie trip, yeah. Before they go into dun 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 Miami. Yeah, uh, th this is the first time they do like a Miami girls trip on this show, and this is the more eventful one, I would say for sure, oh, because for sure. this is coming, you know, off of the heels of this engagement party. They go right from the yacht to the, um, you know, South Beach, and Bethany's friend has some. Uh, pictures of Tom. Oh my gosh, that falls into the hands of Bethany. And I love that Andy Cohen says at the reunion, I mean, I feel like we're in Pine Valley. Like, what's happening? How do these pictures just fall into your hands? You know, um, but they did and it happens. And Bethany, I think, really enjoyed it. But also was like, oh, shit, this I have to be strategic about this. I really do think that she was trying to be uh, really strategic about it. And basically mm -hmm. what ended up transpiring was that everybody found out about it before Luann did. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I, this is like the whole like there, there's so many like little like iconic quotes in this because there's Say like, don't, don't let it be about Tom. Yep. Yep. It is. And then also the how could you do this to me? question mark <laughs> i know i love it that smoky voice i just i love it and like bethany's like acting this is like another moment where it feels like she's acting super fucking wild it's a no she's shaking like, like oh overdoing it like she's shaking she like runs and grabs a bottle of skinny girl margarita and she's like downing it in bed like if you guys saw our live that we did back in january there's a little bit like that <laughs> <laughs> Holy, I barely remember that. Good times. Yeah. So. Until yeah. the next morning. I feel, yeah, I was. Never drink a whole bottle of Skinny Girl, guys. Oh, my God. I was so sick. Okay. So, anyways, that was definitely an experience. You saw her, like, laying in the bed wrapped up in a comforter when, like, people came in. It was just super, on a scale from 1 to 10, girl was at, like, a 15. I was like, all right, I'm going to need you to take it down. Yeah. Um, so, they, I mean, I mean, and then, you know. Basically, then Bethany's whole thing of being concerned, and I'm so sorry I have this bomb to drop on you, Luann, then turns into an obsession over the fact that Luann is upset that Tom cheated on her at their place, at the Regency, in a public forum. She concerns herself with Luann's perspective of the situation when it's like, no, just give her the info and stay out of it. Well, what's sort of almost fucked up is like Luann's more mad that he got caught. Yeah. Like, I think that 
you know, they ask at the reunion, would you have rather this happened here or in a hallway? And I, she said that she'd rather happen it, it happened in public, but I do feel like she wished that it had been like a back hallway kiss that she never found out about. I mean, probably. Right. I mean, cause her little fairy tale, she really was happy. Like we did. Luann was really in a la la land this season for sure with him. And I, I'm really excited to actually watch how everything kind of plays out next season, because I don't a hundred percent remember. Cause it gets even worse next season. She starts getting even more consumed in him and the penthouse and all of this stuff and the wedding and not completely a bridezilla, but she definitely feels like being the fact that she's getting married and freshly married entitles her to a lot of things. She definitely feels untouchable. Yeah. This is like your second wedding. Like, you know, no disrespect to anyone out there that's been divorced and are getting married a second time. And, you know, she wants to do all that, but it's like, Come on now, let's not, don't be like the same person you were when you got married the first time. Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm, you know, so when I say I'm looking forward to seeing it play out, I'm not like looking forward to seeing the demise of Luann's relationship, but I'm kind of interested in, you know, paying attention to the timeline of things. Um, Because I don't know that I necessarily go back and watch the entire season nine so much as opposed to going back and watching the trip to tequila mexico yeah same you know it might just be one of the seasons i do like the rewatch of the trip for but yeah well exactly and like so when when we get to the reunion there are a lot of different like things that happen relationship wise and i'm like i can't remember even how that picks up next season because you know they earlier alluded to john doing drugs and at the reunion bethany is implying that dorinda does coke too and like Mm -hmm. Sonia is sort of like, well, everyone does coke. Like, I mean, Bethany was wild at the reunion. She went after Jules saying, like, you don't represent Jews in a good manner. And Jules is like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Um, you know, and then she goes after Dorinda for the, you know, you do drugs. Everybody knows you do drugs. And then. To me, like the thing with the drugs. And I mean, Heather has t- called them out on this before, too, because at some point she gets a podcast and she's like talking about like. Luann doing like rails in a in a room with that pirate guy yeah because that's how she knew it was the pirate guy because Luann invited her to come to the room and do drugs with them yeah and you know what I don't I'm not judging them for doing any sort of drugs or anything like that I feel like it's probably one of those things that on a lot of casts that's like I think that a lot of casts are like here is our standard set of rules we do these things sometimes together so it's either we don't talk about it or we're all going down for it. Basically, basically. And Bethany, I think was just Bethany at that reunion was like lit up. She was, and she, she was, was ready to like burn Dorinda to the ground. Basically that was, and I do love how Andy kind of stood up for Dorinda a little bit because she was like, Oh, you came in so angry, Dorinda, you came in so dur- angry. And Andy's like, uh, with all due, so did you, I mean, yeah. you came in hot, like what's going on. And then Bethany's like, Oh, okay, well, all right, I'll allow it. Like, you know, <laughs> so I felt like the, the reunion was a really, really, um, good reunion though. We had a good three parter and I feel like then Ramona came in acting like she knew some sort of infidelity, uh, current time with Tom, which she never did end up dropping any type of bombs at the reunion, but she did imply something. And then basically 
uh, Louie-Anne's like, if you guys know something, I don't want to know. So they're like, okay. So that's that's where they kind of leave that at. Which I feel like there's more to that again next season. Because it's like, I can't even remember the exact reasons they end up... Well, we'll, we'll get there. We won't yeah. spoil in case you guys are actually happening to do a very first watch. But and you for know, those, and that, those that have watched it, you do know what happens, so... Yeah, there you go. Because you did your homework. Um, but then, you know what? I mean, last but not least, I want to say, I think next season, we do get a little bit more of Carol. And I feel like this, like, while we got to really fall in love with Carol last season, I don't feel like we got as much from her this season as I would have liked. She really did get overshadowed by Bethany. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing a little bit more of an evolution with Carol next season, too. Because, you know, next season we get Tinsley. So that's going to, again, just change the entire dynamic. Yeah, I'm excited about Tinsley coming. So she's yeah. always a good time. But um, before we sign off today, um, talk about, like, did you have an MVP for this season? Yeah, it was Jules. Jules? Jules is my, Jules is my favorite. I enjoyed her the most. She made me laugh out loud multiple times. She actually had me smiling. I felt like brought me joy. And I actually like cared and felt for her when I was watching her on the screen. She was one that I said, man, I really wish that she would come back. What do you think about Jules? I like Jules. Um, I can see why she was your MVP. Mine, this is probably the only time, only time she ever made herself onto my MVP list for the entire series. But I'll actually give it to Ramona this season because... The way that mostly just because like she provided so much like comedic relief with the shit, like the apology texts and stuff like that. Like this is where we start to see a little bit more. I mean, it goes a little bit sideways again because of the uh, situation with Tom, but there's something about the relationship that starts to eventually build between Ramona and Luann. That's something super like comical. And like, they're just sort of like, they're like, well, we're the OGs. We're in it. Like, we got to support each other. Ramona was a good time this season. She was a lot light, a lot more light than she normally is. I feel like she kind of got rid of that chip on her shoulder named Mario. And, you know, we're going to get to see the evolution of the Ramona as we know her um, as we as we continue on the next few seasons. Because now I feel like now she's going to change again next season. Like she's going to start disappearing a little bit more. She's going to start to be a little less present. So, but I enjoyed this season. I think that all in all, this was a really, really great season. I know I was telling Ariel before we started recording, I was like, you know what? I think it could be down to like this season or potentially next season, mostly because of the trip to, to tequila. But these are maybe the top two seasons. I feel like guys, we're getting so close to the end. It's scary. I know our Rony rewatch is almost over. But Should we do it again in 2023 and just start all over and do it again? I know, right? We'll have completely different stances for 2023, but that's the fun part, right? Looking at it with a fresh set of eyes. But this was a fun episode, and I always love recapping with you, Ricky. So, 100%. I hope you guys love listening to us. And if you do, make sure you're rating, subscribing, and always leave a comment, give us some feedback. You know, you can also follow us at that Bravo Gay. Ariel is at Bravo and T, or our collective account is Bravo Critics. 
So follow all three of those. Keep up to date. Give us all of your feedback. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you don't want. And until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Everyone's a critic.